Welcome. Greetings to our POTUS shield, watchmen, warriors, and worshipers. This is a very quick and urgent shout out calling all of us to prayer on behalf of Israel, on behalf of the God of Israel, on behalf of the reaction of our country, and what is going on internationally as pertains right now to the war that has broken out in the Mideast. Now, some are not calling it a war yet, but if you happen to live there, you're feeling the tension of war. Several of our friends, I've been on the phone with them, wow, rockets have been bursting in air, intercepted by the Iron Dome right over their homes and in their localities. One told me while I was on the phone with him that he could hear the missile exploding and shaking the ground not far away. We have relatives there that have spent more time right now hidden down in their bomb shelters than they have in the outside. One of the most interesting, somewhat amusing, if it wasn't as critical as it is, was that there was a wedding going on in Tel Aviv two days ago, and I was talking to somebody that was in the wedding and uh, 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 attending the wedding, and they said that the sirens would go off. In, fa in fact, they said, listen, I heard them go off, and they would scurry to the shelter of a wall that would be a bomb shelter protection, stay there about five minutes, go back to the wedding, and then continue on dancing, eating, doing whatever they do, and then it would go off again. Only in Israel would you see such a commitment to not allow life to fall apart. Now you can imagine that this country's been shut down with COVID for a very long time. And it's had some very strains and stresses, yet it continues to be able to stand on its own. A lot is going on. I want to share very briefly. We're going to pray. I want to give you some prayer points, and then I will follow up with some more strategic prophetic insight into what is going on. First and foremost, we need to understand that this is the last day of Ramadan, Eve. And so at this point, tensions are very high. There was an expectation that there might be something happening at this point caused by the terrorist organizations that are embedded in what is called Gaza, some referred to as Palestine. Yes, there's two million people, Arabs, living in Gaza, and they are really not the enemies of Israel. But the terrorist organizations that are there Hamas and Jihad, they are terrorist organizations. They are funded at $30 million per month from Iran. Interesting, we just released more money to Iran. Interesting that four years, five years ago in the Obama, we gave them hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and released them. Interesting that there's a push to have negotiations with Iran to continue now to get all of the sanctions lifted on the hope and promise that they wouldn't create nuclear weapons, which they're very close to having anyway. 1,000 rockets, Iranian-made, released in a siege upon Israel, and a very different siege, unique. Hundreds of them aimed at Jerusalem. Hundreds of them aimed at the population in Tel Aviv. The intent to do maximum damage and kill people. Not the intent to raise expectation with Israel but to kill people. Now, any loss of life we regret, and it doesn't matter what nationality or religion that is, we regret it. And this is always something that we should look at as the scars of war. 
However, it's interesting that the news media oftentimes taints it. When they say that Israel responded, I noticed that, especially the major networks, phrased it this way. Israel says that they responded because they said this happened. But on the other hand, when they're reporting some of the deaths inside of Gaza, now it's up over 40, and in Israel I believe it's over 8 or 9. We don't know how many wounded on both sides. They say that it's confirmed. The Palestinians have confirmed X amount of fatalities. Always a little twist on it. And yes, I do applaud President Biden for coming out two days ago and saying that we need to support Israel in the sense that they have the right to defend themselves. However, we need to understand that this is a big test. This is a test that I believe has been very well manipulated by several forces. Obviously, the first and foremost, the spirit of Antichrist. Hates Israel, hates the God of Israel, hates the Jews, has been doing everything that it can do to destroy the Jews, destroy Israel, and to rebel against the God of Israel since you and I can ever recall biblical history all the way back. So we understand that's the, the number one force. Interesting, little sidelight that this hack that just happened that shut down the colonial pipeline that's impacting us right now, the hackers that did that, they go by the name of Darkseid. And they are protected in Russia. Very interesting. Causing more compression, trying to cause more inflation in our economy and in our society. But let's not detract. Let's go back to this. A test of the Biden administration. What shall they do? How shall they hold together their own coalition when they have far-left progressives that are calling for the annihilation of Israel? We have Talib, we have Everett, we have Sanders, we have others, Rahib, we have, they've come out and actually said that this is racism. Congresswoman Bush, recently elected, referred to those in Gaza as her siblings. She's an African-American woman in the United States. And have condemned Israel for racism, which is ignorance because... Within Israel, that small little nation, there's a couple million Arab citizens, some who even serve in the military, some who are even in the Knesset, some who hold professional positions. Their children go to school side by side with little Jewish Israeli children. And they're embedded together and they want peace. They're not moved by Hamas and Jihad. And yes, we have several people in Gaza that are unfortunately under this influence. And it's one of the plots and conspiracies of their commanders that are shooting the rockets to move them around mobily in different civilian neighborhoods. So that they either don't get attacked or that if they are, there's fatalities of civilians so they can show it to the world. We understand that this is evil. So yes, the Biden administration has a big test. Congress has a big test. We also see that there's a test between Russia and Turkey. Very interesting, it barely, barely anybody mentioned it in a comment two days ago when the president of Turkey, Erdogan, called his compatriot over in Russia, Putin, remember, Putin armed Turkey just two years ago with missiles, and asked him that they should head up an alliance, an international alliance to set up a buffer zone 
in Israel, between Gaza and Israel. This is a foreshadow of what we understand is ultimate, that the Messiah will come back in the sense that the nations will be against Israel, will siege in Israel, will try to occupy Israel. And so they showed their hand already. Now, of course, I don't believe Israel is going to allow one of those soldiers to put their feet upon their land, Eretz Israel. But look at that alliance, and look how it's beginning to find itself. And of course, the UN's uh, uh, ambassador to that area came out and condemned it all, and especially Israel, and told them they should slow down and not meet it with the kind of force they're meeting it with. I often wonder if his neighborhood was under siege, his children were shaking, bombs exploding in the air, killing some women on the ground, as has happened in Israel, if he would say, let's not respond to that with the force that's necessary to stop it. Let's, let's shoot arrows at them, or let's just do nothing and negotiate the stopping of killing. So we see the hypocrisy of it all. The testing is going on. It's spiritual tension. It's so heightened right now at Ramadan. Happened to be Jerusalem Day when they released these rockets that celebrated the independence of Jerusalem, the deliverance of Jerusalem in 1967, where all of Jerusalem came back under Israeli rule, which, by the way, is prophetic. Romans 11.25 says, Be not ignorant. Unless you're wise in your own conceits that blindness is, in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, and then all Israel shall be saved. So we understand there's an ongoing move, a spiritual move that's, that's going forward. We also want to understand that this spirit of racism, this spirit of division, this spirit of hatred, the spirit that tries to continue to embed itself that has been working overtime in this country is attempting to again be exported by some voices in this country to Israel in the Mideast. But yet we see the Abraham Accord where some very courageous and bold Arab nations have joined in an alliance to promote peace, to require Hamas and Jihad to stop their terrorism, recognizing them as terrorists, and also promoting the fact that there should be peaceful negotiations. The news fails to remind us that throughout the last four and a half years, at every request for them to sit down at the table and negotiate, they refused it. They said no. The rulers in, in the Palestinian provinces said no. So here we stand. We want to make sure that as Potus Shield and as Christians, and even as Christian Zionists, that we want to make sure that everyone understands we stand in complete solidarity with Israel in the face of this reckless Palestinian rioting, terror attacks, and rocket barrages over the recent days. And we also condemn Palestinian leaders for intentionally inflaming Muslim passions during the Ramadan in the attempt to ignite a dangerous religious conflict over Jerusalem. We need to understand that part of this is a diversion because they thwarted Palestinian elections that might have allowed the two million people that are those that are the recipients of, of the residue of, of the battle between Israel and these leaders to vote them out. These elections were canceled. 
So maybe they needed a war, maybe they needed a diversion, maybe they needed something so that $30 million would continue to come through their coffers, none of which becomes food or medicine or anything to help the two million people. Instead, they've threatened to ignite a regional conflagration over the city of Jerusalem. Why do the scriptures tell us, pay, pray for the peace of Jerusalem? Those who pray for her shall be blessed. So I am calling upon you, warriors, worshipers, and watchmen, our POTUS Shield Army, and all that receive this message around the world to earnestly pray that peace and calm will be restored quickly to Jerusalem, the land of Israel, and the entire Middle East. Also, that we shall not, here in this country, move away from our support of Israel and understand that they are being tested also at a time when there is an attempt to form a government within Israel. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God of Israel, we thank you, Lord, that you neither slumber nor sleep. We thank you, Father, that your eyes are forever watching over this earth, that you watch and measure those who bless the things that you've called to be blessed and those who curse the things that you've called to be cursed. Father, we thank you that you put a dome, a spiritual dome, even as an iron dome protects those rockets that come against Israel, a spiritual dome to protect your daughter Israel, your betrothed Israel. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that you don't allow any politics to interfere with your plan, that, Lord, you don't allow anything to shorten the term of your plan, whether it be forces here on earth and evil spiritual forces. Father, we thank you to strengthen the people of Israel. We thank you, Lord, to protect those innocent Arabs that are living in Gaza, that, Lord, are being used as a shield, unfortunately, a human shield, for those that have vicious and malicious intent. Bless the soldiers in Israel. Bless the families. Give wisdom to President Biden. Don't let him back down from his lifetime of support to Israel. And Father, as some are trying to use this as a call to a two-state solution, Lord, don't let it come with conditions that would wither away the promises, the prophetic promises of your Bible in your word, in Ezekiel 36, 38, 39, Revelation, and even in Matthew by Jesus himself. We thank you, Father, that you stand strong, that we stand strong with you. Multiply these prayers, Father. Let them shower down with abundance. Strengthen Benjamin Netanyahu, Benny Gantz, all those that are making strategic military decisions. Help them now in this hour of need, Father. And Lord, let us be those who stand with you and we sound the alarm in Zion. May the God of Israel rise up and her enemies be scattered. In Jesus' name, amen. Please commit with me that you will stand in earnest prayer, that you will fast, that we will be that POTUS shield, that prophetic shield that's called at such an hour as this. Thank you. I thank you. Your Lord God thanks you. And your sisters and brothers in Christ thank you. Blessings to you. Franca Media, signing off.